Do you know the difference between mentoring and coaching? Last week, I shared that one of the mistakes that leaders make in their leadership and people development plan is assuming that mentoring is the same as coaching. Make no mistake, they are different. I also shared last week that I would break down for you the key differences between mentoring and coaching so you would have a clear idea of when to use each strategy in your leadership and people performance strategy. So that's our focus in today's episode, seven key differences between mentoring and coaching. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lena Patel Live. My name is Lena Patel, founder of Global Impact Systems, helping bring the sandbox to the boardroom. Thank you for joining me today. I love this quote by Zig Ziglar. He says, A lot of people have gone further than they thought they could because someone else thought they could. Coaching and mentoring are two powerful strategies that you can employ to help you and your people, if you're leading a team or an organization, to get to where you want to get to faster. So before we get into the content, I invite you to take a moment to think about what you think some of the key differences between mentoring and coaching are. And then as we talk, notice if your ideas match up or if you got some unexpected aha moments. Go ahead and take a few seconds right now. And let's dive in. Difference number one. The focus in mentoring is on personal transformation. This means that it may or may not link to a specific business competency or area of expertise. It's really more about providing a safe environment where the mentee can share whatever critical issues that are affecting him or her professionally and personally. And although specific learning goals or competencies may be used as a basis for creating this relationship, Mentoring goes way beyond these areas to include things like work-life balance, self-confidence, self-perception, and how the personal influences the professional. Coaching, on the other hand, is about behavioral transformation. It's about skills and knowledge acquisition. In other words, coaching focuses on getting someone to do something better and gain new expertise. The focus is going to be more on concrete issues such as managing your time more effectively, being a better speaker, learning how to think strategically. So difference number one, personal transformation versus behavioral transformation. Difference number two, mentoring is developmental driven versus coaching performance driven. In mentoring, the purpose is to develop the individual not on the current job necessarily, but for the future. So if you are looking to create or enhance your current succession planning strategy or build a leadership pipeline that supports you for the long term, or maybe you're looking to innovate and think forward, think ahead for what your organization needs in the future, a mentoring program is the way to go. And I want to give you an example The CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, sent a letter to his shareholders where he's inviting those employees that have been with his company for over a year to, if they wish, to go out and get a degree on a new area. And I think he he listed, I, I want to say, 39 different areas 
uh, that they could then go away and get educated and Amazon would pay for it. And here's a great example of, you know, somebody who's a visionary, who's thinking ahead to what his company might need in the future, the areas that Amazon want to innovate and expand into in the future, recognizing that currently many employees do not have the skill set to be able to take an organization into an area that's needed in the future. So there's a lot of new innovations that are popping up in terms of artificial intelligence, technology is developing. And so he's thinking ahead about how he can prepare his people to develop those skills so that that hopefully they can come back to Amazon and contribute their innovation, their expertise, the new ideas they've learned and so on, and make Amazon really just catapult them into the stratosphere. So there is an example of somebody who's looking to develop his people and focus on the future needs of his company versus the present performance needs of his of his people. So coaching, in contrast, is performance-driven. The purpose is to improve an individual's performance on the job in the short term. So it involves either enhancing current skills or acquiring new skills in a short period of time. And once those skills have been acquired, the coaching is no longer needed. So the key distinction between this difference is something that's future-driven versus present-driven. Is it something that you're looking to for the long-term growth of the people and the company or a need that you're looking to meet in the short term or the immediate future? So that would be a key differentiator as you're figuring out which one to use. Difference number three, mentoring is not remedial. Coaching can be for remedial purposes. So in mentoring, you're not really attempting to save a poor performer. The focus is not on the mentee's immediate job, as we've already talked about, or what the mentee's manager's targets are that they need to meet. We're assuming as a mentor that that person is already great at their job. They're already performing at a high level. And the mentor's job is really to bring out that greatness in them, to help them to be even better. Coaching as we talked about, can be for remedial purposes. So the purpose can be to fix something that is you know, perhaps a, an individual, a leader or a member of a team is not performing at the level that they should be. And it's having you know, a negative impact on the company's performance. And an example of that was last year when former Uber CEO Travis Kalanick made headlines because of his anger, his lack of empathy towards one of his employees. And he admitted afterwards he needed leadership help. And coaching was one of the tools that management and corporate governance experts expected that the company would utilize. So in this instance, mentoring would not have been a good solution for Travis. Uh, It was too late for that. Ideally, however, organizations want to have a mentoring program in place so that they avoid these kinds of problems from arising. And as a backup, have a coach intervene to help salvage a situation in the event that a leader or a team member needs help with quickly addressing their shortfalls. Difference number four, a mentor is typically part of a system, part of an organization, the internal within the company. Not always, but that's often the case. A coach, however, operates independently. It's somebody that you bring in from the outside who's got this outside perspective and can look at things in a neutral way. So there are pros and cons of both. So let's talk about mentoring. So they're playing the role of developmental facilitator. It's more important in this scenario to have the interpersonal skills to create a safe learning environment and be able to point them in the right direction. 
coaches operating independently, they're mostly outside experts. So their goal is to provide coaching and feedback to the individual being coached. Coaches bring that expertise in a very specific content area. I'll give you an example. One of my areas of expertise is in helping a leadership team or a sales team put a strategy in place that helps them to achieve their stretch goals and targets with built-in accountability. So a company would bring me in as a coach to coach the leadership team or a specific department. A person who is a mentor within the organization does not need to have this skill. They simply need to recognize that the mentee would benefit from having that coaching and then counsel them to connect with such a resource. Difference number five. Mentoring is bi-directional. Coaching is one-directional. So what's the difference? In mentoring, both the mentor and the mentee are going to gain through the relationship. It's a win-win. Mentees often talk about the fact that they gain new perspective. They get to link and connect with a person from another area of the company. They get this renewed sense of their own abilities and expertise and satisfaction from knowing that they've really helped another person develop professionally and personally. Coaching, on the other hand, is completely focused on the coachee's needs. If I'm coming in as a coach, I'm not expected to gain anything apart from getting paid for my services, but I'm not expected to gain anything. If I get something, that's great. That's a lovely bonus. But my sole focus is on helping my coachee, my client to get to where they need to get to. And because of this, I am highly, highly motivated to make sure that you get what you want to. Difference number six, mentoring naturally involves diversity and inclusion. Coaching may include a diversity and inclusion component, but it's really kind of a secondary factor. It's not really there front and center. So here is a connection that a lot of people miss. Diversity and inclusion is a big buzzword. You know, there's a lot of companies that are investing hugely into making diversity and inclusion front and center in their organization. They really want to make sure that people's opinions are being heard, that gender gap is being addressed. Salesforce just spent several million dollars in a 24-hour period to address this gender gap. And there's been huge companies that have been in the news over the last couple of weeks, Microsoft come to mind, Nike, where because they're missing this diversity and inclusion focus, their companies are really missing the mark and getting some negative press as a result and really losing revenue as a result as well. So how does mentoring involve diversity? Well, if you're a mentor and you are talking directly to a mentee and part of that dialogue is about really discovering what are their differences, you're really taking time to tap into what does that mentee want what does he believe in? What's their perspective on the world so that you can guide them in the appropriate way? So there's a great deal of listening and learning happening within this mentoring relationship. And I got to tell you, nothing is more powerful than changing the culture on diversity than when a majority mentor is paired with a non-majority mentee and they gain this insight into real issues that are being faced by that mentee. And these kinds of circumstances it's the mentor that has been changed just as much, if not more, as the mentee. 
And since that mentor is frequently a senior person within the company, real change can occur and be sustained. Coaching, on the other hand, while many training programs on diversity include a coaching component to attempt to change a person's behavior as it pertains to diversity, it's an important and valuable intervention for sure, but it may not be sustained or fully developed unless the coachee has frequent and ongoing contact with diversity. So the effect is going to be more limited in a coaching environment. And finally, difference number seven, in a mentoring relationship, both the mentor and the mentee need training to execute skillfully. In a coaching relationship, the coach is already trained. He doesn't need that help before entering the organization on how to navigate and help people to reach their goals. If you don't take the time to explain and train your participants on great mentoring techniques, best practices, it's going to lead more often than not to failed relationships. For mentoring to be successful, both partners, the mentor and the mentee need to understand what mentoring is, what it's not, and how they can both contribute and serve and help that relationship thrive. If you're bringing in a coach to help you within your company, that coach is already trained. They already have a specific expertise content expertise they they know what they know what assessments to, to to do they know what you know what how to guide they know they know what assessments to hand out for example they know how to guide the situation they need to be informed of course about the purpose and how the program is going to be operating but no training is really needed to understand the coaching dynamics so coach is going to be coming into your organization already trained ready to go ready to coach so these are the seven key differences. I hope that they've served you because they can really help to identify what's going on in your organization and what strategy you're going to use depending on what you want to solve. Now, in last week's episode, I talked about three mentoring myths that no one really laid out to you. And in that episode, I talked about when to consider mentoring. So you can check out that episode for that information. Today, I want to share with you when to consider coaching. And there are five specific times you should consider coaching as a really solid strategy if you are looking to grow your team or organization. So number one, when you're seeking to develop your employees and specific competencies using performance management tools. Two, when you have a number of talented employees who are not meeting expectations. Three, when you're seeking to introduce a new system or a program. Four, when you have a small group of individuals in need of increased competency in specific areas. And five, when a leader or an executive needs assistance in acquiring a new skill as an additional responsibility. So those are five specific times, and there are more, but just to kind of get you thinking, these are five specific times when you would want to consider coaching versus mentoring. Final words, above everything else, Really take the time to understand where you are on your journey, what your company needs, what your team needs, what you need as an individual. Identify your short-term and long-term needs. And you know, chances are you're going to need several people with different skill sets on your team. You may also benefit from having someone in your corner who's both a coach and a mentor. 
someone who knows which hat to wear in each situation and can seamlessly shift from being a mentor to a proactive coach, depending on the circumstance. And an example comes to mind that I'll share with you. So Richard Branson's mentor was Sir Freddie Laker of Laker Airways. Richard went to Freddie when his airline business was failing and he went to somebody who he felt was the leader in this industry to be able to guide him and coach him in helping his airline. As a mentor, Freddie Laker advised Branson to become the face of Virgin. And this very specific advice, spot on as it turned out to be, it totally changed Branson's approach to his business. It shaped the trajectory of what we consider to be you know, one of the world's most successful brands today. So somebody who can dance skillfully between being a coach and a mentor and knows which to use when in helping you avoid or minimize those pitfalls is the third possible option. If I can serve you in such a capacity, I invite you to reach out for a no obligation call. If I can personally help you, I will. And at the very least, I will be able to point you to some great resources, make recommendations specific to your situation that will save you time, money, and hopefully a whole bunch of stress helping you to get to your goals faster. So use me as a resource. That's my gift to you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really hope that it served you, given you great value. If you've enjoyed it, go ahead, download, subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss future episodes. Don't forget to check out our show notes that will be posted on lenapatellive.com. I'll see you in the sandbox.